the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. What a stark symbol of our mortality. Like the death of a beloved, or an undesired diagnosis, or a significant birthday event. The gritty pressing of ashes on our forehead, sculpted in the sign of the cross, reminds us that our earthly lives do not last forever. When we come to the rail to receive our ashes, the priest is tracing the same cross that was traced on our foreheads at our baptism when it was proclaimed, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. The same cross is traced upon our foreheads when we receive anointing for healing or prayers at the time of death. This ashy cross on our foreheads prefigures what we are walking toward in Lent, Christ's crucifixion. As we embark on this journey, we boldly proclaim our vulnerability. We come from dust. We return to dust. None of us know how many days or how many breaths we have to offer in service to God and in love of the world. Both our passage from the prophet Joel and Psalm 51, which was chanted so incredibly beautifully, thank you, call us to examine the state of our hearts, exploration of the seed of our soul, the home of the indwelling spirit, is vital to a holy Lent. We are compelled to tear our hearts wide open to God, who already knows what is in them. This hard examination of Lent is not so God can discover what is in our hearts, but for God to reveal to us those things which get in the way of us completely being to the best that we can be, the incredible gift that God has made each and every one of us to be. Commenting on how Matthew's gospel lifts up the prominence of the interior work of tending to our intimate relationship with God, Erasma Leva Maricakis writes, my own heart must pray in secret. Once I have entered this inner chamber, I can go out to find God everywhere. But not before, because in fact the God I encountered deep in my interior silence will show me his presence in the cosmos. Until then, I will be seeing only reflections of my own desires and hearing echoes of my own inner noise. We rend our hearts breaking open with sadness of how we have fallen short and with gratitude for the magnitude of God's grace. 
We rend our hearts broken open with an awareness of how our turning away from God and from others causes pain. And with a renewed desire to turn back to our merciful God with humility and with love. The Christian tradition teaches three primary practices of a Holy Lent. I'm wondering if in your head you might know what these three practices are. They are prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. Each of these practices can be approached as a show for others to see disconnected from any meaning for us, or they can be approached as love letters to God. We break our hearts open as we pray. Lent is an excellent time to examine and consider our prayer life and commit to renewing it with a desire to grow closer to our beloved. Perhaps we could choose to spend five extra minutes in silence each day or a daily practice of reading forward day by day, either through the app that they have or the little booklets we have back near uh, the gathering space. Perhaps we might think of listening to this wonderful Pray As You Go app that the Ignatian tradition offers, or our own Rhythm of Life curriculum that's been developed here for us at St. Stephen's. We don't need to do all of these practices, just simply to choose one and watch, be attentive to how the God we we pray to makes us an answer to prayer for the world. We break our hearts open with the giving of alms, which means offering charity to another. Of course, charity is a Christian virtue. You probably know that. It is a way for us to offer the love that we have received in a tangible way to others who need the encouragement of that love. Almsgiving is traditionally approached from a monetary perspective. Perhaps we will save a little bit of extra money each day during Lent so that we can make an extra contribution to St. Stephen's or a homeless shelter or uh, the Greater Birmingham Humane Society or Camp McDowell or something that is important to you, but a daily tangible reminder of being charitable to others because we are so grateful for the charity that we have received. Another way to give alms is to give of yourself. One woman I know sends a handmade card to a different person every day in Lent. I have been the recipient to Lent's. I have been the recipient of one of those cards. They are beautiful. They are treasures. I have saved them. Another person I know actually cooks for people who need the reminder of sustenance in some way. Others give away a piece of clothing or some item from their home each day in Lent as a reminder to live simply. What tangible gift would you like to give to the family of the earth? We break our hearts open with the Lenten practice of fasting. So some of you know that I grew up Catholic. 
We were really good at fasting. We fasted on Ash Wednesday. We fasted on Good Friday. We did not eat meat, not only in Lent, but as a little girl, we didn't eat meat on Friday, any Friday. I didn't always know why we were doing this, but I really did know underneath it all was some devotion to Jesus. That was imprinted on my little soul. There are many ways to fast. We can fast physically from food or alcohol, like giving up chocolate or meat. Like, and if we fast, we are not to make a big deal about it, just to do it, just to quietly offer our sacrifice to God. To me, the purpose of a fast is to be mindful of my ongoing cravings. Most of us here at St. Stephen's, not all, but most of us can eat or drink almost anything we want. We can just go and get what we're craving at any time. We know that's not the case for everybody, don't we? And so our not choosing to respond to every craving that we have is one way to notice for us to notice how we are aware of our desires and when we are trying to fill our empty needs with cravings that do not satisfy us, things that are tra transitory like shopping or drinking or overeating. We use this pause of not satisfying our every desire with an awareness that as St. Augustine said, our hearts are restless. They are restless until we rest in God. Another means of fasting is to fast from certain behaviors, like social media scrolling, or employing caustic <laughs> language, or being unkind in the way in which we speak to or about others. All three of these practices, prayer, almsgiving, and fasting, when humbly and quietly practiced with a desire for them to bring us closer to God, are a means for Christ to increase in us and for our self-serving ways to decrease. So if we're looking for some purpose for our Lenten practices, it is for a means for Christ to increase in us and our self-serving desires to decrease. You might be overwhelmed right now at all of the possibilities that I threw out to you of ways that you could practice your Lenten piety. So I'm going to relieve you of that. We don't have to do them all. It wouldn't even be good to do them all. But maybe pick one. Start somewhere to move the dial in just a little bit of the direction in which God is trying to grow us. There is a gift in remembering our finitude. John actually reminds us of this at the end of almost every service where he celebrates. He has a blessing, which part of it is actually um, a quote from Henri Frederic Amiel. And in the blessing at the conclusion of most services, we hear, life is short. We don't have much time to gladden the hearts of those who walk this way with us. 
So be swift to love and make haste to be kind. My friends, when I was moving along the rail tonight, leaving ashy marks on your beautiful foreheads, something came to me that I hope we remember. And that is, remember that you are, that you are love and you return to love. Remember that you are love and you return to love. In all the moments in between, let us embody Christ's love. As we enter this holy season, I encourage you to wonder how God is inviting you to rend your heart wide open, to be filled with Christ, to be filled with Christ, and to shine with Christ out into this world that is just so hungry for Christ. Amen.